Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Julie Schrager. I am host of the podcast, Nothing But Julie. Hope you are all doing well. I'm going to just get right into it. This is not going to be um, my normal one hour long podcast. Um, I did want to um, express how I feel very quickly with my what the frick is going on. Uh, I am in- incredibly disappointed and upset uh, with regard to what has been going on uh, with regard to what happened last Wednesday, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, with the electoral votes and the riots that ensued. I am just, well, I mean, if I say I'm speechless and I continue to talk, that's that doesn't make sense. But I, I want to say that I, I am I am so upset with the state of affairs in this world. I understand that people are angry. I am all for protests. I am all for peaceful protests. But I am not for riots. I am not for killing. I don't know who would be except for these crazy assholes. It is... Again, I, I, I find it hard to, to, to find the words to explain how I feel. That's when I was going to say that I'm speechless. But I am at a loss uh, for words to describe my feelings uh, with regard to this. It is shameful. That's one of the words I can think of. Uh, absolutely shameful. And the thing that really gets me is how more people are still going on social media, still applauding Trump. Here's the deal, people. I don't care how much of a staunch Republican you are. You are human first. And if you continue to believe in this new form of being a Republican, then you are just as bad as Trump. It doesn't matter. And I've said this on my platform, whether I'm Democrat, Republican, independent, it doesn't matter. You don't know what I am. But I don't, I don't even care if I was a staunch Republican. It, at this point in time, I would be beyond angry with Trump. And I would be beyond angry with other Republicans that are going along with this. And I went onto Facebook the other day and I saw somebody post something about how disheartened he is uh, regarding what's been going on. And can you believe, well, you might, there were people that actually got on and still praised the president. 
oh, well, he's still better than Biden. Biden is going to do this and Biden's going to do that. I mean, shut up. And for those of you that are listening that don't agree with me, then get off. I don't care. I am so pissed off at what he did and the people that still stand by this idiot and think that it's okay. And if you don't think it's okay, then why are you still enjoying him? What has this man done to this country? Oh, and one of the best posts were, was, uh, oh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen to this world when Biden is in it. Are you kidding me? What's going to happen to this world? What about what's already happened? What is happening? You think that things are going to get much worse with Biden? Shut up. Step off. I don't want to hear it. You're part of the problem. This is despicable. It's disgusting. It's unwarranted. And he is a sick, sick man who infuses hate and All of you Republicans that love him so much, like I said, are part of the problem. And furthermore, you are the ones that he's after. That's what a demagogue does. He looks for people that he knows he could get a rise out of. People that he knows are going to applaud his every move. People who already have hate. So what does he do? He fuels the fire. He pours more gas on the flames. And those are the people that he's after. And if you are in love with this man, then I've got news for you. That is not America. You are living back in the 19th century. Hangings? Talking about killing people? I mean, hang Pence? I am I am appalled. And here's the thing. You can't continue to say that you're a Republican, but don't agree with the things that he's done. If you are going to still call yourself a Republican, then that means that you are in agreement with the man who is still our leader, who was never fit to be president. And that is the end of my rant. So let me tell you something. So many of you that listen know that I have a puppy. His name is Leo. He's a mini schnauzer. He is just delicious. And let me tell you, having a puppy is like having a baby, uh, having a toddler, a human baby, a human toddler. Uh, It is not easy. If you are not prepared, then uh, don't get a a dog. Don't get a puppy. Uh, There's a lot going on with this little uh, schnitzel of mine. And I'm always ready. I'm also a dog trainer. So I, I know what to expect. I know what to do. I still question things. I still look online. And with that, I have a five-year-old mini schnauzer named Baron. And they luckily now are just getting along beautifully. And it's wonderful to watch. But thank God my husband's a morning person because little Leo, my lion has been getting up every morning at, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, well, between six and seven. And I don't do that time. I don't even know that time exists anymore. There was a time when I was up very early for years and years. I was up at 
you know, 530. And, uh, I am not a morning person. So thank God for that. But the trade-off is that I am the one who stays up late to take out the puppy, which is fine by me because I'm a night owl. So he goes to bed late. Well, anyway, we have to feed him three times a day and, uh, I only feed him raw food, um, and very expensive and very good raw food. And, it got me thinking about what I could discuss today. And, and, and instead of enveloping an entire hour of talking about dogs and nutrition, I just wanted to give you my take because I am somewhat of an expert. I have had dogs my whole life and it's a constant learning experience. Let me tell you, I used to feed my dogs what I thought was nothing but the best. I used to give my, one of my first dog science diet, Ukenuba, um, uh, what what else was there? Uh, I think it was those two, but I never fed like supermarket store brands like, uh, you know, Purina. Uh, and I have a, a, a little bit of allergies today, so sorry, bear with me. So <clears throat> when my mini schnauzer passed away, uh, from cancer, it was a, a very devastating loss, and it was an all-of-a-sudden, out-of-the-blue thing. He was not even eight, and it was just, you know, one of those things where he just got sick. At that point, we still had uh, two other dogs, and uh, my oldest dog was much older, and a couple of years later, she passed away. And it was at that point that I started thinking about changing the food. Um, my oldest dog was on From, and she, that was at the time, years ago, considered like the best food that you can get at a pet store. And I was just thrilled. I was giving them the best food. Well, not really, because this particular company, uh, I felt started changing somewhat with how they were doing, you know, their food and the development and the processing. It, it I th- thought it was still very good, but I also thought that some of their labels, cause they have several different labels, um, were, were not as good as others. So my oldest dog, we had to put down and I had my one dog, Howard and my five-year-old and at the time, my five-year-old was a little younger, a little younger. So I then switched to raw uh, when my oldest dog got sick. And I thought, this is going to, you know, change him around and it's going to make him better. Well, it turned out that that dog had two different kinds of cancer and Lyme disease. And so... Nothing was going to save him, you know, no food, nothing. He was too far gone at that point. My mini schnauzer has been on a raw diet for about a year now. And my puppy is on a raw diet as well. Uh, Ever since I got my puppy uh, and ever since he was weaned from his mother's milk, he has had nothing but a raw diet. And like I said, my five-year-old uh, mini schnauzer has been on a raw diet 
for a short while now. And this is probably the best decision I've ever made. Again, it's expensive, but for many schnauzers, they have a tendency of getting um, pancreatitis, which is the fat content, and they cannot digest too much fat. And the raw diet is pure protein. Even though there is fat in the protein, it is all good fat versus what you get from, let's say, you know, uh, uh, a different type of food that is not raw. There's so many ingredients in there that uh, are not good for the dogs. In order to make a food dry, there are many different processes that the food has to go through and it takes away a lot of the nutrition and they add fat and that fat is not necessarily good fat. You know, it's kind of like when you're a human and, well, we're all human, but as a human, uh, you know, there's good fat and bad fat. You're going to want to eat the good fat. And even though, let's say the good fat has as many grams as the bad fat, it doesn't mean that the good fat is bad for you. It means that the good fat, let's say, uh, the certain oils or butter, that's going to be good for your body. That is going to help you with the nutrients that it has versus bad fats that is going to give you high cholesterol or, or, you know, clog your arteries. So I would recommend, uh, most definitely, um, a, a brand that is called Stella and Chewy. I am not paid to endorse it. It is honestly the best food. I do not have the time to make uh, my own raw food, nor would I want to. Uh, it is very time consuming and much more expensive. Uh, but I do love the Stella and Chewy. I really think that it's a great alternative for people that are looking to uh, help their dogs with certain ailments. It's from what I believe, it's all in the food. If you're going to give your dog not a great food, well, they might get sick or they might, everything starts in the gut basically, which is also the food. And the food has probiotics in it and lots of really great stuff. You could look it up. I'm not going to go through the list, but protein is the number one thing, you know, for your dog. And there's all different kinds of proteins, uh, amino acids. It's also got tons of omega fats. And it's the best and they're healthy and they're happy and they can maintain their weight. So what do I do for snacks? Well, there is a company, again, I'm not paid for this. I'm just letting you know what I give my dogs. Uh, there is a company called Zeewee Peak and they are very expensive. Uh, so I'm just letting you know off the get-go. But I get a small bag of dog food. Uh, and it is raw, air dried. So it's hard. Nuggets, you know, little pieces that are uh, air dried, but it's raw versus, you know, meaty, where you have to freeze it um, or have it freeze dried. And that's what I give as treats. And they have uh, assorted protein flavors as well. My dogs have not seen or tasted anything other than raw food. Um, 
I think that if you're going to make the choice to do something like that, it's definitely worth it. It's taken me years to make the decision to go raw, mainly because um, of money, because it's expensive. And, you know, I was like, I'm not going to spend my hard-earned money on, on a crazy, expensive dog food. But uh, I just realized that it was worth it. And it, it's not... It's not, um, I think that a lot of people are like, oh, please, they're just a dog. Well, hey, if you feel that way, then why are you getting a dog? It's not just a dog. That's like saying, oh, well, it's just a child. Is that what you would say about your child? But people see things that way. They perceive things differently. And that's fine. If that's how you want to be, I'm not like that. Treats. I highly recommend Himalayan yak cheese. You could get it from, <clears throat> excuse me, any local um, a pet store uh, or Amazon. However, I would highly recommend getting um, the organic or getting it from the Himalayans, directly from the Himalayans. Um, because, well, let me first explain what it is. I mean, you've all heard of yaks, you know, they're an animal in the Himalayans. And like cows, they can be milked. When they're milked, it's called Himalayan milk because it's coming from the Himalayas um, and it's yak. So it's instead of saying cow's milk, you're saying yak milk. Uh, it is lactose free from the yak. So that's why I get it because you never know if it if it's too much for a dog to digest. But what I love about it is if you have a dog that likes chewing or for my baby, is teething right now, let me tell you something. Woo, it takes away a long time of frustration um, when their teeth are coming out. And for some reason, he's now going into five months. Smaller breeds tend to lose their teeth later, and he has not lost one tooth. So it's like, let's go already. He's still teething. He's still biting. The yak cheese is the best. It takes a very long time for them to bite off a piece of cheese. And when they do, it's usually a very small piece because they really have to moisten and moisten and moisten it as much as they can and really work at it with their teeth in order to soften it up and loosen up even just the smallest piece. So Himalayan yak cheese. And you can, if you have a small dog like I do, I I get the, the large or the long cheese sticks and I just break them in half and that lasts him a week. So I also give it to my other um, schnauzer who just goes to town with it. And what I love about it is that it cleans the teeth. Um, one other thing I would recommend as, as um, you know, for teething dogs or non-teething dogs, especially those that like to chew, are elk antlers. I get mine off of Amazon and I make sure that, <coughs> excuse me, that mine are, well, I mean, as organic as they can be. I mean, you know, that they're, 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 you know, elk that have been running around in the wilderness for years. And after they die, uh, these, these companies that, well, the company that I use is um, very environmentally friendly but they take the antlers off. They cut the antlers into pieces and, and they, they literally, I think that the way that I, there's a certain way that they clean it, 
without chemicals. <coughs> Excuse me. And then that's it. Then it's sent out. Now, there are elk antlers that are from the tip uh, where you can't see the marrow. The ones that I get my dogs are the ones that are what they call split antlers. So the marrow you can see. So they basically split the bones or the antlers uh, in half or quarters or whatever it is. And the center, which is the marrow, is exposed because that is what the dogs will chew on and chew on and chew on, uh, which will help not only with the longevity of their of their teeth, um, but it will really help keep their teeth clean. And it gets out any frustrations that they might have uh, if, like I said, if they are serious chewers, then they will uh, they'll go to town. I have various sizes. They come in various sizes. The ones that I get mainly for my the the two babies are the small ones. However, when I did have my bigger dog Howard before we had to put him down. Um, I also had medium and large. And so my mini schnauzer, my five-year-old, I've noticed will really go for any of them. Uh, but I think that he tends to go towards the smaller one just because it's a lot easier for him to, to chew. Um, those are the two best options for dogs that like to chew. Let me tell you something, even if they're not big into chewing, they will love the yak cheese. I mean, that's, that's just it. And it can take away some time from you, <clears throat> you know, if you're playing with your dog or they're a puppy, it gives them that time to themselves to not only be independent, but to really get out that angst of teething. I really, really like Kongs as well. I have two Kongs in two different sizes. Well, I, I have more than two Kongs, but the two Kongs that I use are size appropriate for the puppy and my bigger mini or schnauzer. And I take uh, organic peanut butter uh, and I fill up the inside of the Kong, maybe halfway or a quarter of the way, and then I put it in the freezer. <clears throat> and those are given to them as treats. Um, there's nothing wrong with giving dogs peanut butter at all, but where you can go wrong is giving them peanut butter that has all kinds of bad ingredients in it, including sugar. Uh, so any kind of sweetener is not good. Just plain, 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 plain organic um, peanut butter. And you put that inside of a Kong. And this goes for older dogs. This goes for big dogs, small dogs, any dog, any breed, any size. Uh, freeze it. You don't have to freeze it for more than even a couple of hours. But I do recommend for some people to get more than one Kong. So you can always have, <clears throat> excuse me, have one waiting in the freezer uh, as a backup. And that's what I do. And that's really more of a treat for them. But at the same time, it's also working uh, out their frustrations and their salivary glands get going and it helps also to clean their teeth. So those are three really good options 
for dogs. And of course, I've got all different things like, you know, balls and and different kinds of toys that I will use for them uh, when they're being supervised and where, you know, there's playtime and they, they fetch and whatever. Those are not toys that like I would recommend. Like squeaky toys are not the kind of toy that I would recommend for uh, any kind of teething. That is something that, uh, is really for supervised stuff. And the other thing I would recommend if you want to do it, which is really fun, you know, those cubes that you like that cats can go into, they're just like separate cubes. And then there's tunnels. If you have a puppy, oh my God, my puppy loves it. He has a tunnel with this little cube and he goes through the tunnel and I'll throw like the ball in there. So he'll run through the tunnel and then he'll go into that little cube and he'll, he'll, you know, do a little fetch or sometimes he'll just play in there himself. Although lately he's been peeing in there, which is really not what he's supposed to be doing, <laughs> but he's still a baby. Um, and another tip that I would give as well, uh, for training purposes, like I was just mentioning that he, he's peeing, you need to find what's best for you. <clears throat> but I, this time around, made a pen. I got a pen uh, that is for the puppy, whereas years ago, I would uh, just, you know, put gates all around my home and prevent, you know, the puppy from going here and going there. But then I'd be chasing him around the house all day. So, and, and, but also there would be a crate. They, they would be crated. Not for a long period of time. But I did not want to have to be chasing the puppy around. So I got a pen. And let me tell you something. It is the best idea. Many people have done it. If you haven't heard of it or if, you know, you're adamant, it, it's, it's great. You just have to make sure you get the right size. And by right size... I mean, circumference and height. Because my puppy is so small, uh, I don't need a very large pen, but it is still large for him. And I attached a, um, a crate to it so he can go and lay down in the crate. But I also have a bed inside his pen, which he seems to go into more than his crate. And inside his pen, I've got lots of different toys. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, and I also put on uh, Alexa and oh, I think she's going to answer right now, uh, you know, music. And sometimes I also put on dog TV to keep him occupied when he's in there, like when I'm cooking or whatever. I do, however, use gates when he's out, because he can't be in the pen all day, and he and my other dog play with each other inside, but I don't want to be running around after them, so there are certain areas of my house that I will corner off with a gate, uh, and so they stay there, but it's also really good because the puppy's learning his boundaries, so I would highly recommend that, and please, whatever you do, do not give your dog uh, water in anything other than stainless steel bowls. Um, I know that everyone speaks, a lot of people speak about putting food in, um, a, a stainless steel dish. I have what's called a licky mat. It's very similar to those puzzle bowls that you might've seen to slow down, uh, dogs from eating, 
But the licky mat is just that. It's a, a square mat and I can take my dog's food again because it's raw, it's mushy. And I mush it down into this licky plate uh, and it really slows him down from eating. Uh, because he would eat really fast. And when a dog eats fast, they have a tendency of uh, getting air inside of their stomach. And it can actually um, be detrimental to them. It can actually make them bigger and fatter. Uh, and for my puppy, because he eats like a psycho, uh, I cannot put his food on a licky mat yet because it's still a little bit liquidy. But I did give him a bowl that has that bump in the middle. Uh, so he kind of has to eat around it. And so even though he still eats somewhat fast, it's definitely slowed him down because he can't just woof it all down. Um, and that's a stainless steel bowl. And he will eventually be given the licky mat as well. Uh, it's just best for dogs to slow down their eating. So... That's it in a nutshell. Those are like my top, however many I gave you, uh, advices. <laughs> uh, there's so much more I can tell you about, and I could literally go on and on and on, but I don't want to make you guys crazy. I just wanted to give you the top few that I really like. Um, but please, if you have any questions about training your dogs or questions about things that I might have mentioned, feel free to, you know, shoot me an email. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms. Uh, well, actually, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Nothing But Julie. And on some of those sites, I do have email address. So you can always drop me a line or you can always um, DM me or comment on one of my posts and I can get back to you. Um, and also I'm on, uh, all, um, platforms or podcast platforms again with nothing but Julie. And I do have a, uh, blog that is nothing but Julie. If you go online, you can just type in nothing but Julie blog, or, uh, when you go to my social media, uh, it's on there in link tree. So anyway, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. I, I hope that, uh, nothing crazy happens within the next few days and we can all have a little bit of a break from all the bullshit. Have a wonderful rest of your week, everybody. Stay peaceful.